If you enjoy steamy podcasts, you'll want to tune in to the Swinging Milk Podcast with me, Sally Swings, where I keep it real and I dish out the juicy details of my sexy adventures, hard lessons learned, and have guests join me to discuss hot topics all about the swinger lifestyle. Add it today to your sexy podcast playlist. Go to theswingingmilk.com slash podcast or search for The Swinging Milk Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Blueberry. As a word of caution, this show isn't shy when it comes to sex. I get down to business, so there is a clothing optional dress code. get right into it hey sex actually listeners it's your boy dave neal coming to you with special guest nick latouf how's it going dave? <laughs> and <laughs> recurring guest slash co-host more so of a co-host than a guest Thanks. tasha courtney hey what's up <laughs> how's, how's everyone doing you doing all right good so nick you are fresh to los angeles yeah i've been here less than 10 days so. oh Welcome. my gosh Brand new. Brand new. I don't even have a, a place to to live yet as we speak. That's why we're doing this like podcast. Like Airbnb or? Um, bouncing, couch surfing. Uh, not the official couch surfing, but literally just, just friends. I got, yeah, friends. <laughs> I got a few buddies. But you have your are, big Texas truck with you. I got you. the big Texas truck. And honestly. You could sleep who, in that thing. Who am I kidding? I am sleeping in that thing in the back seat. <laughs> That's all you um, need. I got a bunch of clothes back there now. I really just need a place to store my. You know, That's what this episode's for. <laughs> we are here to find Nick a home. This is a if ladies yeah, are Los listening, Angeles. We I mean, met. I I have a friend who's renting a room in really? Atwater. Well, this could turn into a business type. Podcast. That's what, yeah. <laughs> we bring on people and yeah. find them. You said housing. your your job is in Pasadena, yes, right? Yeah, I'm taking That's a job actually in a good location for you. Then, if you want, after when this is done, I'll give you their contact info. They have a really nice house in Atwater. It's like a two or three bedroom house. A couple of dogs. It's a couple, and then Perfect. they're they're renting out one of their rooms. Nice backyard and everything. I would like to move in there. But. This episode brought to you by Padmapper. Padmapper dot com <laughs> for all your rental needs. So we met. So we met. Um, Online dating. No, we met. Uh, I was your Lyft driver. Yeah, you are. You That's had, it. You actually picked me up from a job interview we ha- I had a couple weeks uh, prior to this uh, in uh, Rado Ventura Boulevard. So yeah, and I was staying with a buddy out in uh, East LA in Montebello. So we had a nice little car ride out there, and you know, hour and a half on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. oh, it's literally geez. an hour and a half car ride. Yeah, it was. I took you the fastest route, but it literally took us around the city. Where mm-hmm. is Montebello? East LA. Yeah, a lot like chickens in the street, just parades. No, not East LA. This is East LA. No, no, no. East. No, we're not in East. So, we're in East yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood. That's Hollywood. East. People don't care. But the point is... Uh, Where is it? Like east of Pasadena? It is actually south of Pasadena. So if you go to Pasadena and hit almost directly south. I remember but because... don't quote me oh, on that. Okay. I, mean, I, went straight to, um, I went straight to Walmart after dropping you off because yeah. there was a Walmart nearby. So that's, that was the perk of being in East LA is that there's a, a gigantic a mega... Wa- because, and those, for those who are listening, we're also recording video. So well, we were buying soap and we had to get some of the products, some of the base products in Walmart. Sells them by the ga- literally gallon full. So, and just so we don't piss any listeners off in East LA, I want to take up for it a little bit because it's <laughs> not as bad as what I've heard. Um, so, you know, keep, no, it, keep, just, it up. Look, keep up the good work. Like East playing, LA. <laughs> you like playing soccer in the streets? East L- no, East LA is not too. There's no bad place in this town. It's full of everything's overpriced at this point. But so no to doubt. to pull the curtain back, yes, I drive Lyft once in a while. It's like telling people you have AIDS. You're having a part time job. It's Why? you have to because it's like you know you promote your I promote my stand up and you promote yeah. the podcast and it's yeah like, but you got to make money but too. people outside of L A you know Lyft and Uber drivers might be like a different type of but here it's like creative people that are just I don't mean, it's a it's a full on career out here in L A I mean you can full time gig and you can make some pretty good money <laughs> I thought about I'm, just giving I up everything like and driving for Lyft most <laughs> of or Uber my or Lyft drivers I've had do it full time I always ask like do you do this full time yeah. Even if I am, I don't want to admit to that. Psychologically, I don't like if someone's, you know, people, the thing with society, I feel like people always, they want to know what you do to make money. They don't want to know what you're like in other, in other countries, people don't say like, what do you do? 
They're just like, what's your, th-? like, here it's like, what do you do? Oh, well, I work at Enterprise, but I want to be a poet. No one says the second part. It's just, what are you? And, and it's just become this title. And it's like, you, so you're, you're kind of, you're, you're doing, um, what, physical, not physical therapy, personal training. Yeah, personal training, nutritional advising, and I actually make probably more money doing fitness writing right now. So I write for a couple of websites based in the uh, United Kingdom. And for a few supplement review companies. So too, you're big so. in England. So you write, what, articles or, like, tips? Yeah, articles, tips, but a lot of nutrition and uh, workouts, too. So, I mean, I've written articles about, I mean, the top ten supplements to take to gain muscle. And, you know, uh, I just recently, and I ghostwrite for those, artic- for those companies, so I can't technically tell you the websites. And yeah. as soon as I give over the articles, they're no longer mine. But sure. it is... The way I make money. Well, we had you on this podcast to help us lose weight, basically. <laughs> I've got weight that I gained just recently in my late 20s, three years ago. And Since it just you started dating off. me. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I've got... Oh, I'm a horrible geez. cook. No, I'm here's the thing. I'm the good cook, but then I eat her leftovers. I scrap for oh, two okay. now. Yeah, versus I used to just be, when I'm done, I'm done. But I come from like this scarcity family where like you just finish your plate. Except I don't buy that because we have containers. Like we packed up our leftovers from last night and we put them away. I, don't I eat that shit a... cold off the pan. I, d- I ate some this. I ate risotto this morning off the pan. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I'm not. I don't eat risotto at. Se- How do you recover from risotto at 7 a.m.? You, you don't. You don't. <laughs> your day's all uphill from. But there, that's literally. when you're supposed to have your carbs is in the morning. No, but I've had two uh, York peppermint patties since then. It's just a. Well, I'm that's a, your fault. Yeah, I'm addicted, and no one cares about. I pe- bought all this Halloween candy because I, I've never once had trick or treaters here. Yeah. Right, it's an apartment building. Sure, so, yeah. but. Just in case, like that one Halloween, you know, I'm yeah, gonna you, like not buy have candy. It, not need it, then right. need it, and not have it. That's right. The worst. So when I was at Target, I bought a couple bags of Halloween candy, and I had every intention of trying to return them. I don't know if you can return candy, but I had other things I had to return from Target anyway. So I was like, we didn't, we got zero trick or treaters, and I had three bags of candy, so I was gonna bring them back. But Dave broke into the candy before I could bring them back. Well, I don't know about Target, but I've seen buggies at Walmart that have all kinds of food, like. Have people have brought those bags, are like so. the shitty they, yeah, though, they sell stuff. that shitty like like conglomerate of candy where it's like the dots and the stuff and it's like uh, don't get me wrong I'll eat some dots if they're in my car and I'm on the highway yeah. but I'm not trying to buy like she had the good shit she had the Reese's York even a Kit Kat was with dark chocolate that's mm-hmm. the good shit I would have been <laughs> hey and you know what the best thing about living out in LA is right back in Texas it gets hot right so you leave anything in your truck or car it's gone 10 minutes well, it's melted or I mean like that. Lately here, Lately it's here's pretty been... nuts. It's been all summer, and it cooled down for a couple of weeks, maybe when you were visiting, but it's it was back up to hot this week. It was 90 a couple of days. So you leave Texas. You ditch all your girlfriends. You're the big-time college football kicker. Well, I just wanted to throw that in there. Because like, I listen. I, I Tasha says I don't listen, but riding with maybe my man. Maybe you just don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry, what? Didn't hear that. Uh, so, yeah, so... Uh, you're out here in LA. You're you're at the, you're on the cusp. You're living the dream. You're the new doe-eyed, wide-eyed, happy guy on Hollywood Boulevard. Exactly. Yeah, What's the feeling guys. like? I like it a lot. Um, the weather is, you know. Ultimately, I moved out here to chase my dreams. You know, to do um, and it's the mecca for fitness and health and nutrition. So, and it just kind of goes along with everything that I wanted to do. Like I was in a point in my life, I just got out of a serious relationship. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm kind of free. I can go and do about, I was like, please, like, where do, where do I want to end up? What do I want to do? So I just personally, on a personal level, I was like, well, I really like the beach. So why can't we make this work? You know? And I was like, well, you know, I kind of like mountains too. I want to be able to hike and do some stuff like just fitness minded, you know? So I was like, what, where can I have both? Cause you know, as my ex-girlfriend will probably tell you, I'm, I'm not one to compromise. So I was like, all right, I want both of them. So where can I go get and both? Southern California offers both. Yeah. And it just happens to be the mecca of, you know, my passion, fitness, nutrition, all that good stuff. So I was like, it was a no-brainer, um, really. We're the, we're the generation that's really taking control of self-emanating the life we want. Oh, but st- people still don't realize how to do that. And it's like you, like, you could tell me, I don't need to know. Like, if you wanted to be a screenplay writer, you would just have to, like... Go start going to the coffee shops where people are writing screenplays. You literally have to like go to where the work is. If you want to be working in Hollywood, I mean, there's there's other places. New York, even Nashville has a small little film scene. But like, you have to like get yourself to the area 
of the things you want to pursue. Some people can't do that. They're stuck in a relationship or have family. And Well, they think they're stuck, and that's a big part of my narrative is, you know, if, you're, if you feel stuck, you're really the only person that, to blame for that because you have the possibilities, especially today's age. Like, we have the technologies and the ability to travel so much more than our parents or in generations before that. So we have a lot of opportunities available to us now. Whether we give ourselves a position to take advantage of those opportunities is another story. So basically, you're saying fuck limitations. Because exactly. everything's a limitation. Ah, I don't have the money to do that. No. It's that's... not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness, right? So I've been road tripping for the past, I don't know, started before November and it's already worked 12 days in. So I got out here you know, a few days ago. But I road tripped across the country, went up to Denver, stayed with a buddy there, went over to Grand Junction, Colorado, stayed with a buddy there, went to Salt Lake City, stayed in Vegas. Like, you know, been road tripping for the last uh, two weeks. It's just called two weeks. For you know, eight hundred, nine hundred bucks, mainly off of gas. You know? Yeah, but you know, I had a little luck. I guess there's a little luck in play because any I had gambling, you doing a gamble. I didn't do a single bit of gambling. Oh, there you right? go. So, so I get to uh, I get to Vegas, right? And I'm trying to get a hotel for the night, and everything on the strip's booked. There's some kind of conference there. I'm like, well, crap. So I go to Bookings.com and just you know book a cheap one, right? Ninety-seven bucks, four stars. Doesn't tell you where it's at because you know. Yeah. Know, they, they like to play it's a like game. It's like the surprise. It's like a game. It's no, like you a, can get cheap hotels in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I did. So ninety-seven bucks, booked it, and it was on Lake uh, Lake Las Vegas. So it was you know twenty thirty miles away from the Strip. Good little ways, but I mean awesome resort, night and a spa. You know, just balling. That sounds so nice. It was very nice. Ninety-seven dollars too. So I probably couldn't have got a spot. Hundred bucks. Yeah. That far off the strip, it must be a really nice place. Yeah, it was. Because I mean, you, you could be like a few miles off the strip for like 30 bucks, but you're in like a sh- Motel 6. It was nice. It was well worth eight, it. whatever it's called. It was the first bed Motel I'd five. slept in in like a week, so it was nice. It was yeah, so so what what made you decide to to not deal with limitations and just pursue this new... Because like, you were living in what, Nashville? Yeah, I lived in Nashville um, up until... May or June of this this year, so and you know we can get into the relationship. I guess now we kind of beat around the bush long enough. Yeah. So the so, girls, the girls so, still there. Uh, she is actually in uh, Little Rock, Little Rock area. So okay. Little Rock, Arkansas. So I was living in Nashville. We synced up in uh, early January. So I had a wedding in Arkansas. I ended up meeting her after the wedding. And uh, it wasn't my wedding. It was a buddy's wedding. Just yeah. To, just, to, just to clarify that. <laughs> I met her after my wedding. <laughs> and she was like. Swept up by the wedding vibe, she was like, well, "Oh she my gosh!" Wasn't at the wedding, so maybe I should backtrack a little bit. I don't know how much I want to go back because this story kind of. We'll just keep on going back. We'll, we'll just go back. All right, <laughs> cool. So we sync up because my sister and her mom know each other business, and uh, we may get into that business later. But uh, they know each other, so they was like, "All right, y'all, you know, y'all should meet. You know what good parents and siblings do? They try to hook you up with nice people, right?" Yeah. Which she did, and so I was in town for that wedding. I was there, and I was like, "Hey, you know," I gave her a shout. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be in town. Would you like to sync up for coffee after the wedding or something? Get to know each other. You know, my sister's been telling me about you, and you know, trying to he's trying to hook us up. For good for your years. sister, though, trying to hook up a brother. Yeah, I mean, sisters always have my back. Uh, you know, much love. I love you, sis. Hope you're watching. And she's. I'm guessing listening. is she married? She is. Yeah. So she's. So she's. You know, because women when when they've figured their own shit out, then they want to have everyone else do the shit that they That's do. That's where my sister. That's is. my sister. <laughs> when are you gonna propose, Dave? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you propose. So when are you gonna have kids? It's just one thing after another. They just oh, anyway. For sure. I but think that's what sisters do. Yeah, but it's more of having a bag. Like I, I you know, she wants her brother to find somebody and make her happy. And she so sees her right. path and who family want. They know what's right because yeah, they've yeah. done that. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, too bad it ended in fire destruction, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going we're to get there. At first, I want to preface this because, like, I had the most respect for her. Like, a relationship didn't end up, you know, working out, but either it's either going to end up marriage or it's not going to work out, right? So that's just the nature of relationships. Well, we have her calling in in a few minutes, so we'll find out. <laughs> Perfect. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't talked to her in a couple Jennifer, months. are you at the door? Uh, is that her name, Jennifer? That Call her Jennifer. Uh, so, okay, so so you met, though. But that was only, so it's only been since January, so it's... Yeah, so we, you know, we hit it off real right, right from the start, so we kind of, you know, drove back and forth to see each other. She came up to Nashville, like, the very next weekend. It was, you know, blizzard. We had eight inches of snow. She drove through the snow, and I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I was cooking cooking this stew, and, you know, I was like, oh, man, I'm just kind of nervous about the whole thing because I was, you know, driving through the snow and all that good stuff. So she gets there. We have a great time in uh, Nashville, and about to, you know, this is – I have never shared this with anybody else, but we had our first kiss on the Grand Ole Opry stage in the circle. Wow. What? Dead serious. Our first kiss was right there with all the great country music, you know, yeah, stars. the ghosts you know. of Dolly Parton. Oh, she's live, but that's all I could think of. <laughs> 
That's a great, the energy of that place. Oh, it was awesome. And to have like, you know, a lot of people have, you know, first kisses that are cool and stuff like that. That'll be, you know, one that I'll never forget for sure. And it was just cool. We were not really big country music fans. We were just in Nashville. You know, what yeah. you do in Nashville? You go see the Grand Ole Opry. And I hadn't seen it yet. I'd just moved there, you know, a year. So I really had time to go see so everything. So she's visiting from Arkansas. Yeah, so she drove up for the weekend. You know, we had a great weekend. And then she went back. And then um, we ended up, you know, going back and forth for a while. And I recently launched a book. So I was going back and forth between Northeast Texas and Nashville quite a bit, doing some book things and some different fitness expos. And so you were immediately long distance. Immediately. Yeah, but at right what point it, 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 were you guys official monogamous? Is it just unwritten? Oh, no, like you I just think, knew? Uh, and we actually talked about this before. I think we kind of said, like, from that first date, like, we kind of limited our options. For yeah. Them. And, I mean, we didn't tell each other that, but that we, it was definitely mutual. That's what Tasha and I did. I cleared my calendar. I did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty empty, but I cleared the <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's actually, exactly how I am. You know, I was interested from the get-go, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm all in. I'm an all-in kind of guy. I'm not going to, you know, fish around and see what else is out there if I have something that's, sure. you know, that's that looks good. So, and it looked good, and I, we went for it. So, I think we both would say that, you know, from day one, you know, we were both kind of all in. Right. And it went well. It went really good for the first, you know, four or five months. And then um, I ended up moving to Little Rock with her. Uh, I didn't move in together, but just moved into a... Uh, for, solely because... It would be easier on the relationship. Sure, yeah. Well, it was at that point to where, like, all right, if this is going to work out, let's see how it works out on a more daily... Shit or get off the pot, yeah, try yeah. the next step. Yeah, exactly. Well, I knew I wanted to see if it'd go longer, and I knew the long distance. Obviously, you don't want to be in a marriage long distance. or you Yeah, know, it's not serious. sustainable. It's not sustainable, and it's tough, you know, because I was traveling a lot, and, you know, just, you know it's, it's just tough. So, And actually, and career-wise, there were some things going on in Nashville that the gym I was working at, so it ended up closing down. So I was in a spot to really, like, all right, cool, I'm free, I don't have how any do you, time how do you been to Little Rock before? Oh, yeah. Doesn't seem like the place people are like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm picking up my shit. I'm packing a truck and I'm doing it. I'm moving to Little Rock. It's Arkansas. not. I, I mean, you know, uh, I can't imagine anybody that in the right mind that would want to live in Little Rock. Um, Bill Clinton's from there, though. He is. Hey, that's a big they deal. they got a big museum. So I've done a couple They've of got big. a big Bill Clinton museum. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a Bill museum. A museum. Is there like a wing of the chicks he's fucked without okay, so, the permission? So the funny thing about this is there's a museum. It's, you got to force yourself it's in. Not, okay, folks. It's either a museum or a library, and it looks like. It's on stilts, but it looks like a trailer on stilts, and that's. I, I, that's, feel, I feel like it's kind of appropriate. For <laughs> yeah, that, was, that sounds like a, like an artistic direction now, that they went in. You, know, so you study architecture at University of Arkansas, like, and then you put the sticks over here. Shut okay, up. My, why am I All peeking? Right. Am You're I that gonna loud? get hate mail from Arkansas. We're gonna get a lot of hate mail from Arkansas. We love I want, Arkansas. I like Huge. Arkansas. I live literally. I can be from my house that I grew up in in Northeast Texas. I can be in Arkansas in literally thirty. Minutes. We, we are very like we got Tasha's from Kentucky. You're from Texas. I'm from Rhode Island. We've got that's we got that's we've got the entire and, United States wrapped up. And, yeah. and <laughs> now we live in L. A. So we got the, we got everything. So but when people are like them fucking Hollywood types and their liberalness can move to Canada, it's like no, we've got a Texan, a Kentucky, and Rhode Island. We've got a good demographic here. We're still three straight white people, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> We're working on it, folks. Um, so okay, so the sorry, I'm, we I'm just I keep diverting you here. So you're in it's Arkansas. You're in old Little Rock visiting the uh, Bill Clinton Memorial. Yes, and yes. then it's not a memorial, <laughs> you weirdo. And, and another little romantic soon thing enough. Uh, for you. So next to the trailer museum, we have this bridge, right? So um, over, I took her out. We had a nice dinner. Um, there was a uh, had, this is, okay, so this is the time where I had some opportunities come up. What was, restaurant did you go to? I like I like a full. It's called here. like the View or something. So imagine but what the, kind of food? It was like seafood. Bill Clinton's mm. entrees. <laughs> it was they, like everything's Bill Clinton themed. Yeah, it was like okay, in a trailer, and we had like uh, Hungry Man's. Oh, cool! There you go. <laughs> microwave. I like it. Yeah, they 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 helped they helped you cook, so you would like stab the fork into the little plastic. Yeah, on they the top. actually yeah they actually let you stab the nice. fork. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty. It's pretty cool. Okay. Good. No, no, no. We had some re- a real nice restaurant. It was uh, we had some seafood. I you know got some sea bass, all that good stuff. So afterwards, um, there's a bridge that goes across the river, right? So it's a beautiful scenery. Sunsets right over the uh, right over the water. Just a perfect romantic uh, spot, right? So. And this was the time where I was kind of debating on moving to Little Rock. I actually had some opportunities in Tampa, Florida that I could have pursued. Ended up not going that route. But this is kind of where I opened that conversation up to her. I was like, hey, you know, I know we're here and I I think we got a good potential for this relationship. But I got a good career move for me possibly to go to Tampa. I just want you to know I'm thinking about it. I don't, you know, I didn't want to just spring her. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Because we were in that point to where um, I was thinking about us moving forward. Yeah. 
It was very important for and me to... And what was her job and her family? She had to stay in Little Rock? Yeah, she was pretty permanent there. Um, I'm not still, <laughs> still not sure if I want to talk about that yet because well, that opens up can, a whole can of worms. You can say they worked for like a, a company that was... That well, she didn't have the luxury to move away from. Little yeah, Rock, and she basically. doesn't. She does. Yeah, she was very in a pretty permanent. Uh, I know more of the info, being the acute. You listener, do, don't but you? I'm not, I do, but it's fine. I don't need to. Well, well it just I've, opens up a can I've of worms. And I, I know you only like to go an hour on this podcast. Literally, I can stay here all day and we can get into Open it. Open the worms <laughs> up if you want. It's no big deal. If you don't want to, it's fine. It's not. I don't think it's too pertinent. I mean, she has yes. a job there. Yeah. Family business. Family business. Can't, can't leave. Yeah, not, not able to leave. And that's fine. I knew that getting into it. Like, I knew that whole thing getting into it. And they actually wanted me to get into this business um, with them. It sounds so, so much better not knowing what the business is. I know, I know, it I sounds like the, so sketchy. mysterious. It sounds like you'll be so like disappointed. Old money family business yeah. super rich and they want to take you in new son-in-law they're gonna like give you your own title Ooh, and there's even a twist of that that it's you like don't Downton even foresee Abbey. it's like it's, it's, this is the it's, downton arkansas <laughs> 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 that's gonna be the name of the episode downton arkansas <laughs> we, 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 we could sponsored by bill clinton memorial museum on sticks um okay so she can't move you're so you picture the idea well, I just say I'm thinking about it, and you know, I want you to know that I'm considering us in this decision. So, and, you know, let's you know that throw that under the bridge real quick because it didn't pan out, right? So, um, ended up not taking that job in Tampa. But on that bridge, to go back to that story. So, in a previous relationship, um, it ended you know pretty bad. In four years, it was one of the most serious relationships I've ever been in, and it ended bad. Um, you know, it actually was a big kind of big kind of eye-opener for me to become a little bit more fearless, right? So and I actually dedicate a section in my book to that past relationship. And like I said, with all due respect and, you know, adoration for her, like I appreciate what she did as bad as that That's relationship what we, was. We, we learn from we, we the do. shit and it doesn't have to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't pretty at all. And like I can look back now and, you know, just the utmost respect and the appreciation for that relationship because it's shaped me for who I am. And same thing with this one too. So, but anyway... After that relationship got out, I was just, you know, pretty hurt and beaten. Like, I didn't really feel like the dating scene for a while. So I ended up buying, like, these two little necklaces. They had, like, a little, you know, Bible verse on them and stuff like that. And I kind of, and they kind of, I bought a woman's and a man's, right? So obviously the man's for me. I was like, you know, I'll know who I give this necklace to. I'll know, you know, and then she'll be, you know, the one, you know. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I can see, you probably see where this is going. I ended up giving her that necklace on the bridge. Very, like, movieistic. You know, like it would have been a great romantic scene yeah. in a movie. It's like a Nicholas Sparks. It's exactly like a Nicholas Sparks, only it's a Nicholas Latouf. Nicholas Latouf. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. So, um, and I, you know, I think a lot of people do realize like I'm kind of a romantic in that kind of standpoint. So take that for whatever it is. But you know, for me, that's where I was in that relationship. I was like, all right, this is going, this is going distance. So, um, ended up moving to moving to the rug to see. Um, if it would work out there, so. But she, what was she? Was she like, come on over, or was she like hesitant, like come, but just say no, like you know, you don't have to. Like, what was she? Man, it was hard to tell because I think she was like, hey, I really want you here, and I knew she wanted me there, um, and I wanted to be close. In worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. Worst, you know what I mean? Worst yeah, case exactly, scenario, and exactly. then, and then, you, then, and then we then know, you know, and we don't. Yeah, and then we don't take it another eight knowing, 10 months. You, yeah, knowing is a very important thing exactly. because. You know, if you didn't know, there could be resentment and it could take a while. So exactly, exactly. So that's and that's where the point we were. Okay, it just shaped up like, all right, let's let's make it let's make it work. So anyway, I didn't have a job lined up there, so ended up you know was going to try to hustle for a little while, right? And then ended up having some health issues that kind of you know were kind of big. And through that time, I was hospitalized for a little bit. So through that time, like we grew together, right? Like she was there. Literally when I needed her the most, you know, just yeah. a very stereotypical kind of thing. And that's what happens though. You have the um, you have the uh, I- imprint with health problems or whatever. Yeah. Like when when something serious happens or like a death in the family or whatever, you really like well, you, you cut that bullshit of like oh like how like acting a certain way and you become reliant. Well, yeah, and you know when stuff like that happens, what really matters is evident, right? It didn't matter what I did for work. It didn't matter how much money I was making. It didn't matter, uh, you know, anything else. All that mattered was I was okay. We're together, okay? So, and which was, you know, key to me. That was key throughout the entire relationship. I thought that, you know, she kind of, um, all I really wanted was make sure that she was going to be there for me no matter what. And that's, you know, if you want to be in a relationship for me, you just got to answer that question. You know, if we're living in a box under an overpass, 
you know, I don't expect. We have one of those nearby. (laughs) We have tons of overpasses in LA. That's why I'm out here. I'm ready to find the right girl with the right overpass (laughs) to get under. You're gonna move your box there. She went under the overpass for me. Um, So then, when, when, and where did it? Okay, so then it really took a turn for the worst when I found out that the relationship was probably not going to work out unless I did. Um, I took that opportunity, the job opportunity, to the job with opportunity her with family. her family. With her family, so they're really this is like old school farmers. Like my family links up with yours, we create more. Why do you keep looking at me like that? This is how it works. It just sounds. weird. I like that we finally have video because for those now who are the awkward pauses you can see, see it, all the shit that she she just looks at me like. What are you talking about? I'm making an analogy. Okay. That it's like fa- two farmer families, like where the the parents are like, oh, your Betty and Joe are gonna go great together, and they're gonna create their dairy farm. It was together. a modern day dairy farm. I mean, it, it, farmer it families, have lots of families all over the world have been doing that since the beginning. of Yeah, but time. farmers do it because it's like we need manpower, like kids work. No, that's why they have a lot of children. That's not why they <laughs> set up their kids. Anyway, it's I political like that gypsies. parents. Let their ki- make their kids marry families from like another gypsy family so that they have alliances, just like kings and queens did, like way back in the day. Exactly. So, so yeah, so let's use kings okay, and queens my parents, analogy then. Yes, so my parents are kings and queens. Her parents were kings and queens <laughs> of their respective. I'm Prince Nick. of their respective jobs. Follow so me on Twitter. Her, the, your girlfriend's parents probably were like, "Oh, this is perfect. You guys can link up and you can continue this." Uh, oligarchy is that the right term? I'm really just going to stop talking. I'm going to let you. But yeah, I mean, I think it's. Um, and I actually made a joke about that at the beginning of the relationship. I was like, I th- what if they're just trying to get me synced up and hooked into this thing? You know, maybe it was a conspiracy. You know, like failure to launch style, right? Yeah. Well, you looked good on it. Looked good on paper. It looked You're a good great guy. On paper. You're a good guy. And I'm a hard worker, and they saw that, and they knew that I would be successful in that. You know, it's just not. What I'm passionate about is not, you know, and, we, and I'm big on, you know, we got one life. I'll be damned if I'm going to screw it up doing the wrong thing for us, you know. For and you my gave life. that a shot, that sort of employment, and it wasn't really. I did give it a shot, exactly. So, um, and, you know, at that, so I gave it a shot, and, you know, I, you know, I came home from work one day. I just had a you know, horrible day, like literally watched the clock like every five to ten minutes while I was working. I mean, just, you know, just not me. I wasn't who I was. I just, I knew it. And, uh, you know, I come home, and, you know, I. Talk to her. I'm like, hey, you know, I just don't, I just don't see this working out long term. I'm not saying I'm quitting right now. I'm going to give it, you know, some more the time. Work, not the relationship, the work. This is the work. Yeah, yeah the okay. work. Yeah, the relationship. At this point, I don't feel like it's, you know, in jeopardy. Serious. Okay, jeopardy. but I mean, you throw yeah. a little wrench in the system and well, say, yeah. hey, this is. Now, it's not a red flag for you, but it seems like it is for her. It's a real red flag, and it's not that I, it would have been. Different out, I come back and said, hey, I'm done. I'm out. I quit, you know, two weeks into it. But I was like, you know, I was really just looking for some comfort, right? I was just really looking for her to say, it's okay. It's going to be rougher right now, but it's going to get better. Just just keep going. Sounds like you didn't get that. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> I got, I got, you know, I got the silent treatment because, like, oh, you just want to quit now. You didn't even get a time. You want to quit. You know, that's uh, – so she took it as, like – Well, she probably just felt left at, let, let down. She and did like that, a yeah, little bit, big time. Like she was about to get abandoned and rejected. She, it's rejection. But so from the very beginning of this relationship, I said like I'm not, I'm not in it. So like she should have taken that from the beginning times. Like I was, it was a no go for me at all. I opened my mind. I compromised. Right. And I was like, all right, cool. If it's gonna work out, you know, maybe it is better for me to at least explore yeah. it. No, so, it's certainly not wrong what you did. It's just even though you had your your T's crossed and your eyes dotted, she still. Probably like didn't listen to that. Yeah, it's hard to sort yeah. of temper someone's expectations when it's like a journey. You know, it's you're. I'm trying it out. I'm giving it a try, but don't get your hopes up. It's like yeah, and I think that's kind of where she was. She was like, she was happy for me, and I had some good days. I come back like hey, it's fun today. This is what I did, you know. So, but then the other days, you know, and then I was like, all right, long term, like I think I'm having more fun doing this stuff as I advance. Like I think I'm, I'm not gonna like it as much. So you're like, just not pursuing the creative sort of like self. Exactly, you know, it was very path. corporate. You know, I'm, I'm and, and I'm not really a corporate kind of guy. Like I'm, you know, you know, self expression. Yeah, you're not coloring in the boxes, but yeah, that's exactly what they want you to do. Exactly. So, so then it unravels. It unravels from there, and um, going back to one of your podcasts, you talk about you know it's never a good time to break up with somebody, right? So, crap. Really? Oh, that's when we had someone write in. Yeah, we had somebody yeah. write in who was like, "When can I should I break up with my girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we got a wedding to go to." I was like, "Break up Dude, yesterday." Exactly. So her sister is getting married. Wow. By the time all this is kind of accumulating and hitting the fan, right? So I come up for the wedding. 
Um, and she's, you know, they're doing their... Had you moved to Tampa at this point? No, no, no. So Arkansas. I moved. I was in Arkansas, but I actually moved back to Northeast Texas to pursue the job. Okay. Oh, so you... Because, like I said, my sister and my... Um, my dad and my sister worked together. My sister knew her mom through business, so they have the same type of business. So let me catch myself up. So you Mystery. moved to Arkansas, tried to work it out, didn't work out, working? moved back. No, no, no. So it, no, I moved to take the opportunity, the job opportunity. It wasn't, when I moved, it was we, our relationship was good. It was okay. good. I moved to make the relationship better. But and then we you actually moved away talked. while you were still together. Yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah, but it was only two hours away. So, okay. it was no, a lot But just psychologically, like, but if yeah, I moved away, to an apartment away. across the block, mm-hmm. Tasha's going to be like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but mind you, we weren't living together either. So, okay. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so I did move, but she was excited about it. We actually even talked about, you know, on the, in the future, moving, both of us moving to Texas oh, okay. and doing it there. So, so she was, it was a little flexible with her. Yeah. She, well, she seemed like she was. I don't know if she wanted was just to telling be, me, you know. Like maybe I'm, she wanted to I be. I look but back. I think she wanted to be, but at the same time, you know, it was, you know. I always like to give them the benefit of the doubt because, you know, she's probably the doing the best she can. But when you're, like, imprinted in, I'm not saying in a minimalist way of thinking, but some people don't. My stepsister it works in the hometown we grew up in, and she's super happy. That's fine. And I had yeah. to get the fuck out. You know, like we're all different with, with what we want. I'm with you, and I. I you can't. There's a butterfly has to burrow the way out of the cocoon and fly yeah, away. Yeah, you gotta fly, and you gotta oh, make what's you know. Like I said, going back to the one life thing, make you happy, whatever that is. If you want to move to L.A. and live on the beach, that's fine. If you want to stay where you're at, stay where you're at. Like whatever makes you happy. So she probably had you. this romantic thought of moving out and 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 stuff, and maybe you just know, couldn't. I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, we were so different. Um, from a mental standpoint, our mindsets were a lot different because she, I don't know, I just couldn't read her as well as she, like, I was very open about it. Like, once I got in, I was like, I'm all in this relationship. If it's going to work out, it's not going to be because I didn't give it my all. So I can leave now, like, I'm, I hold my head up, head up high because I knew I gave it everything I could to make it work. Right. I, tr- I tried things, I did things I said I never would to prove to myself and her and this relationship if it's going to work or yeah not. you so, gave it that equity of like i gave it all right. yeah and you know and you know what happens when you you know you throw yourself out there it doesn't work out you know you get hurt a little bit and that's fine i can take that and i learned a lot through my about myself through that process so her sister's getting married so her sister, and you're yeah. on the you're starting to consider that this relationship might not be yeah this was probably two weeks before the whole wedding we were kind of you know you know, kind of grabbing back and forth to each other. And I was, at that point I was thinking, I was like, okay. And we'd actually had some conversations and she had said some things that really were red flags to me saying, um, that, you know, you're not happy in this relationship, you know, because I took the job and I'm not doing what I you know, want to do. So that's, you know, that was really why I was happy to feel your resentment. It wasn't necessarily resentment. It was just an unhappiness, you know, because, but, and I just really wanted her to see the unhappiness. I wasn't, cause I, I made the decision on my own. She did not force me into it. Obviously she was a big reason for it, but at the same time, like that was my decision to make, and it was completely on my own. I wanted to see if the relationship worked. That was the best way to do it at the time. So, bam, I made the made the choice, and I did it. Um, but she, you know, she even said that she was content with her life, with or without me. So when she said that, I was like, you know, and that's not word for word, but pretty much the utterance is what what the meaning of it what it was. So I was like, you know, that kind of sucks, man. Like. I'm all in. Like, obviously, yeah, I'm going to survive without you. I don't need you. You're not feeding me. But well, you don't we tell all the know that. that we'll be fine. You know, like, relationships, they they come and they go. And, that's a strong way. And you but pick we yourself were... up and you're fine. But you, you don't want to hear somebody say, I'm going to be fine without you. You want to feel like they're going to have a really bad time without you. Well, exactly. Because like, we care about each other. We want to know that the other person is as all in as we are. And that's all I wanted to know. I wanted to make sure she was all in. Obviously, we both would be okay. I think we're both strong individuals. So she's got a wall that's still up. But just by saying that, there's by a saying wall that, up. yeah, by saying that, I'm like everyone right. knows that. But by saying, I'll, well, I'll be fine without so, you. Yeah. So she said, you know, uh, you know, with or without you, I'm going to be okay. I was happy where I was. Like you need to make you happy. Basically, that was you know the whole conversation to give it context. Which is great. That's which great is an on awesome paper. thing. I love hearing that. Like do what I make makes me happy. And or like, is she testing you? <laughs> she's testing me. She's testing me, or she's you know like trying to trying just to give me just enough to stay stay. You know what I mean? Like to like all right, I'll give you what you want. Just you know like yeah. I don't think she wanted the relationship to end, but at the same time, it's like she wasn't she wasn't really compromising. You know like. I felt like You're I the did one a who's lot. Doing the most I moved, giving. Yeah, I moved from Nashville to Little Rock. 
okay, to you know, uprooted. I had clients there. I had a lot of good, a lot of stuff going for me. In yeah, you've you've created this resume where you've showed I've tried these things. Yeah, exactly. I'd and to, all that you have to show for it is her being like, you know, I'll be fine without you. And you're like, women, ah, uh, yeah, I but. just didn't feel the appreciation for those things. You know, those were big steps in my life, and I, I don't regret them at all. I don't regret them now that the relationship didn't work out. But at the same time, like the lack of appreciation just was very loud to me. Like I heard it now, loud and clear, and. I just couldn't help but kind of withdraw at that point from the relationship. Like, all right, cool. If this is going to be this way, right. so so you're not I started feeling pull back, yeah. and then she felt that pullback. I mean, obviously, because and I'm a man who wears my stuff on my sleeves. Like, if I'm happy, you know I'm happy, and if I'm not happy, well, you know that too. And that kind of came up. And that two things can happen. That pullback can create the friction and maybe a fight that shows that you guys want each other, or you can both just gently let it bleed out. Yeah, well, or not gently. You know, it wasn't too gently. I mean, it was probably one of the. The I guess if you have a good break, uh, better breakups, you know. But I mean, I mean, I can. I mean, you know how, like literally the the last time I saw her, we hugged, crying in each other's arms, all that good stuff, and you know, I walked to my truck and you know drove off. There was no te- no text. Like, did we do the right thing? There was no second guessing. I mean, I've second guessed it. I'm not sure she has. Um, there, w- I mean, there's been maybe three texts. Do you un- unlink from social media yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, we unlinked um, and follow all that good stuff. Who's um, who does it first? Do well, you okay, yeah. So, You're like, oh shit, she doesn't so, follow me on Snapchat. Fuck. Yeah, no fucking Snapchat. No, but uh, so I so as a two hours drive, I, I met her at her house. Um, and we broke up there, and you know, I drove home. So, man, I get on Facebook and I'm like, damn, I'm single. I didn't. Oh that. shit! She's already tagging already... guys into photos at the Bill Clinton <laughs> Memorial. Yeah, probably. You're already taking stand to the memorial. My necklace I gave her on the bridge is already on eBay, so I'm trying to buy it back for three times what I paid for it initially. She's charging you shipping. You're like, what the fuck? Come on, I just was there. Can you, just, you know, give me a break? But oh, uh, yeah, so like immediately, and that was alarming to me. And then like, um, it, like it was that important that you had to exactly. unfriend me. Like and you she was she linger. was not somebody that was on social well, media. Well, you all were time. driving for two hours while she was crying for two hours. I was crying and driving. You know how hard that shit is? <laughs> the windshield wipers. Oh, it was bad. It was brutal. I mean, it, it was bad. And, and we, I mean, I don't even know how to have that many tears. Like, we cried for two hours while I was here, there at her house. So, oh, that's exhausting. It God, was. Good cry is good, though. It was oh, good, yeah. yeah. Don't don't um, break up with... If you ever broke up with someone and they didn't cry, you're like, you're a psycho. You're going to go kill a cat. Oh, I know. I, you I, look I, like I, a I, crazy well, person. Exactly. Yeah, Tasha so breaks up with me out. every week and she doesn't have a <laughs> shed a tear. <laughs> I'm like, she I'm knows like, it's not real. It's, you the tears mean it's real. And it was real. No, she... I said, what are you going to shoot up a high school now? <laughs> the way she looks at me and she's like, it's over. And I'm like, holy shit, you're going to fucking assassinate someone. Heard it here first, folks. If shit goes down, <laughs> go to episode 176. FBI's looking at me. Yeah, Nick Latouf had nothing to do with yeah. it. I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But Tasha does... Here's what I'm saying, though, because Tasha does... The for those new listeners, we're in a relationship. Um, the Nashville guys that are listening because I'm on here. Yeah. So. so Tasha does this thing too, where she'll challenge me, and I think women should challenge their men. But like, if if say I have a busy week or something, if she doesn't feel the love she feels like she deserves, sometimes Tasha's like, "Look, I don't think you really like me, so why don't you take off?" And she'll literally like <laughs> tell me to go, and I'm like a dog that you're freeing. I'm like, should I should I stay? Should well, I it's go? just like sometimes. You act like you don't prioritize putting in the work. Like, yeah, we all have busy weeks sometimes, but that doesn't mean you can like come home and just like you can just assume that I'm going to still be there and be fine. It's like even, yeah, like working hard, I can sympathize, but but I still need to feel love and appreciation. And even if it's just in the smallest way that you show me, like that's, that's part of being in a relationship. So you've got to put (laughs) in the work. And if you're not going to put in the work and if you're going to roll your eyes at me, when I say, Hey babe, I'm not feeling loved or appreciated right now. It's like, well, you're telling me well, that, you, well, well, that that I'm not a priority right now. And if I'm not a priority, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't make me a priority. No, and of course, all that makes sense in in your language, but it's just not received by men always. So like in, in both instances, I mean, Nick, I mean, I've been in plenty of conversation with people that don't feel appreciated by me. Yeah. And, the, and the quickest thing I can do when that happens is go run over and hug them because I'm like, oh, shit, no, come on. Like no guy, no, in no happy relationship is the guy ever like you know what fuck you you're right i don't appreciate it. it's 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 usually way more like complicated like men you know 
eyes on the prize. I'm just running straight ahead, trying to stay in my lane, trying to just pass the guy, the next guy. And sometimes the women will feel like, well, what the fuck? Like I, I, you didn't even notice the shit that I've been doing for you. And it's like, so I can see how that unappreciation happens, but it's more like trusting that, like, trust me that I want to appreciate you, you know? So, Dave, you're saying that I was the woman in this past relationship? No, not at all. <laughs> that's, that's not and, cool. But it, it it always is. like It sounds like you were more codependent. In, in, oh, in, yeah. In, I'm a hopeless romantic, too. Yeah. Like I moved into Tasha's place. I, I put everything I had on the line. It wasn't much. But I got rid of shit. <laughs> I had this. What did I have I got rid of? I had like a I had like a bucket or something. What was that? Oh, it was a cooler. I had to get rid of a cooler. We literally don't <laughs> what have. What a Yeti cooler, was it? It was No, but it was a nice okay. cooler. Right, I think cool. it had wheels and it was a nice. It had the little spout at the bottom so you could drain it. It's a nice fucking cooler. Did it have a bottle opener on it? it you could have put that someplace else. No, and there was no room for it. And I left it outside on my oh, way in. Man. And I was like, oh, I'm leaving this out here for this girl. Like I, I put, and I'm okay with that. But I put, like my solar power boombox <laughs> is getting the dust on it like i put my shit away and and i really put myself out there because i was like you know what i'll show you that i care i'll move in with you but she's got and i'm okay with it she's got her safe place worst case scenario i'm moving out she's not yeah and that's a power thing but it's also like it's but it's not a power thing it's it's just not it was the it was the option that made the most sense by far so you can't talk about it like it's some sort of like i'm holding this power over your head she holds silly the point that dave is trying to make <laughs> it's all good i love bringing this up with guests it's, it's one of those things that like it's so difficult to communicate well i literally feeling like something's not right yeah right yeah. because oh, it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's emotional write it down tasha it's difficult i'm not talking about me i'm, I'm just saying about them people listening you gotta <laughs> write it down if you can't communicate it to the other person don't think that you're doing a good job assume you're doing the worst job and write it all down in and a way a, that's not like like and, oh, oh, so yeah, sure. uh, i can't as as the recipient of our own problems i can't tell you what to do but you started this out with saying you didn't you don't appreciate me and and it's more of like i don't I said feel, sometimes i feel this way no you re- yeah. re- rewind it <laughs> rewind it. No, because I specifically just say what you need to say. I don't want to argue. See what <laughs> <laughs> no, my point is, is we can only sure the other person might be a piece of shit. Sure, they might choose work over play, but or whatever it is, or family over whatever. That's- but no, but the point is, is we are only in control of our own feelings. And if you feel offended, you have to figure out why you feel that way, and know that it is your feeling to own up to. And that doesn't mean you should be treated like a like a doormat. But you can't just blame the other person. Right. I think in your situation, it's one of those things where maybe she didn't realize how hard it was for you to make those big moves. You know, not saying like because she didn't have you look to like a guy herself. who manages. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you well, like yeah. choose what you want to do. You go out and you get it done. And yeah, so yeah. she only sees you as like this brave, bold person that's like willing to up and move and try a new job and whatever and doesn't realize that actually it is. You know, it's sure you can handle it, but it it feels like a one sided thing. You know, those are the things that are important to communicate. But you need a woman who challenges you, but also sees how hard you're working and also takes those risks. You seem like you're in the stage of your life where you're trying to take risks. I mean, you just moved across the country. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a definitely a stage of my life where I'm taking a lot of risks. So, and And what did it get you? A chat with your Lyft driver. (laughs) That's what I got you. (laughs) Hey, you're the best Lyft driver I've ever had. Leave it to your Lyft driver to be like, hey, check out my podcast. (laughs) You know, and actually I was like, this guy's podcast. He's probably got like, you know, 50 guys listening to this thing. So I listened to it and I was like, you know. And I was like, oh, you know, it's pretty good. Guy. Some some episodes are hit or miss, but you know, we strike podcasts. We, are, yeah, we know? strike like a chord. You hit, you hit people with different things, you know. So I, I got know. one episode. I got chicks crying, and the next one, I got dudes. Like that one we did the um, one we did in Arizona with the two guys. We got real. Andy and I both yeah, were raised by one. our stepdads. We didn't know that. We're getting real. One guy's drunk. One's high. I think I was sober maybe a few beers into me we're just you know the other got teammates are cooking ribs in the background well i was like we were getting fucking real and that's what happens sometimes you know and sometimes you just have fun and you shoot the shit and then you get you know we all we were all like this is way more than just a sex podcast it's relationships yeah sex is just the the cherry on top of the other shit like you, you know you can't have all that good stuff if you don't have like a dynamic loving relationship with your family your girlfriend oh, yeah, whatever sure. your career your passions 
So you clearly had zero passion for what she kind of like wanted you to do. Yeah, exactly. And I just wasn't myself. And I knew that I couldn't be the husband I needed to be or the father to our kids, you know, in the future if we had kids. Oh, you'd be a fraud. You'd be this like... Exactly. I'd be a biff. Drinking a beer at the end of the day, like just fucking Sean. No, we'll play catch after. You'd just be angry. Yeah. I'd just be angry. And I just couldn't see that for my future and for myself. And I was like, you know, I went to the relationship myself and this girl not to drag her through the crap because, you know, like, it's going to be yeah. a miserable relationship. I do not want to so be So did you guys go to the wedding or no? So we went to the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to go to the wedding. You already, you already got your meal picked out for it. Yeah. I already bought a bow tie and a yeah. brand new shirt. Luckily, I already had slack. No, I had to buy slack. But you guys, weren't, you guys weren't off at that point. You were no, just we were. Like, eh. we, and I didn't even think about, you know, some things were said during that weekend and, like, so the, lead, the week leading up to it, we very little talk because that's when, like, I talked to her. I was like, hey, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out. Like, what other options do we have? Like, is it really – is this really going to be the determining factor of our relationship, this job thing? Because I feel like between two people, it shouldn't be an external third party. You, you know what I mean? Be, like, in eight years, you should be able to pursue something completely different if you want. That's what I'm saying. You might want to be a professor. You yeah, know, the knows? day and age that we live in – it, people change careers, not just jobs, multiple mm-hmm. times in their in their working lifetime. You got to like marry the soul, not the infrastructure. Well, yeah, and that, it, it got to the question. I was like, all right, is she love me. Does she love me? And does she want to marry me for who I am, the person who I am? Because I felt like that's who she fell in love with. But now it's kind of like, all right, what can I provide to you, like yeah. for our family and our for our future family and for you? Like it wasn't all that because I knew like she loved me and cared for me just by the little stuff that she would do. But at the same time, I was like. Like, do you, I mean, like, why do you want more? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it was. Yeah. Is it you that she wants right now? Or is it the person that she wants you to be? Exactly. So what's the final straw with it? So the final straw. So the rehearsal dinner that we go and, you know, obviously I'm not happy, but I'm not like, you know, pissing in the punch bowl or anything. Like I'm just chilling, talking to people, shaking hands, smiling. I'm going to use that term from now on. When Tasha's in there. Hey, you're pissing in the punch bowl. That's, today, what you, that's, that's what happens when you live in Arkansas, okay? You pick up these little um, you know, weird sayings. <laughs> pissing in the punch bowl. <laughs> no, but you know, it's clear I'm not happy and I got a lot on my mind because if I just, I'm thinking about everything the, the week before. But I'm thinking she, about the so relationship. I'm going to play your girlfriend. She's like, what the fuck, Nick? Like, this is my sister's big day. Smile, dance. Were I you, was you the guy who didn't want to dance? No, no, it wasn't a dance in the kind of thing. <laughs> um, but I probably wouldn't have danced. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't so. pissing in the punch bowl, but you also knew like we're all we're all connected intuition wise. Like you just weren't. I just wasn't that. there. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. I mean, it was evident because everybody came up to her and said, "Hey, what's wrong with Nick? What's wrong with Nick?" Ah, uh, boy. And I'm like. Not this shit again. You're the bad guy. Yeah. So I'm the bad guy. I'm the asshole. And that's okay. I can play the asshole because that's what it looks like. You know, the relationship didn't work out because I didn't want it to, do, you know, I didn't want to do what I had to do to make it work. But Did uh, she call you out? No, she didn't call me out. She was like, hey, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm just, you know, I'm tired. I worked all morning and I had to drive there for the. So you have just resentment. It wasn't, like, no, it was not resentment. Well, resentment in the way that, like, you're just, like, not... That's just shit I just, just had comes, a lot on my mind, so yeah. I really wasn't focused on what was going on. Like, I was there, I was talking, I was mingling, and I was but, talking to her, but I was just like... But by her being... It was weighing on by me. By her <laughs> not giving you that freedom to, like, let it all out, it finally, like, you couldn't control it anymore. That's exactly what happened, you know, and that's the point to where I was trying to get to. I think to. that's what resentment like, is. That's how I see it. Well, you know... But I, but I don't mean tomato, in a bad way. Tomato. Yeah, I well, don't mean in a bad way. It's, it's like you feel like... Okay, maybe it was resentful, okay? Maybe it was. <laughs> okay, got it out there now. Okay, nice episode, everybody. <laughs> Dave, all right. I, I was get resentful. resentful. I know all the you. Time. You've wanted to say I that get, the whole podcast. I get resentful every day that Tasha's like she'll want to go to the movies and do something nice, and I feel like, well, my career sucks. I should be out doing some shitty thing. Like I almost want to self-flagellate and, and hate myself because like I don't feel like I deserve whatever. That's it, and that's where I was because like by that point, like I didn't have a you know my career wasn't set in Little Rock. Okay, I had stuff going for me in Nashville. I had stuff going for me in Texas. But like she was a barnacle on your ship of progress. That's what I like to tell. Man, people. those are big words for this that's Texan, weird. bro. Weird. <laughs> she was slowing you down a little bit, but not by her own fault. No, no, it was my own yes. fault. Like I, I blame myself, but at the same time, like I didn't feel worthy to be in a relationship because I couldn't provide. I couldn't do this thing she wanted me to do to make the relationship work so i like that's you know, what it, it was so hopeless romantic though you uh, idealized me, you know? this thing that you couldn't live up to like the storyline you built like and it's no offense to you you built yeah no, she built this up uh, right but you did yeah. you still had the sunset and you had the you had the necklaces oh, yeah. and all this and then all of a sudden you're like yeah but like it's like any good love story like yeah but you never see that you never see a love story them actually working them actually doing that shit it's always just matthew mcconaughey has money 
It's like, yeah, but what about the times where he's putting in the overtime and she's like, hey, honey, that food's called on the table. And then yeah. they're like pissy <laughs> at each other. You never see that in the romantic comedy. Yeah, or the That's Leonardo true. dying in the cold water. Yeah, there's she's, plenty, she's of, that. There's plenty of room on that door. There's always room on the door. <laughs> there is. There's always. She could just put one limb out of the door. But and she wasn't giving me anything to hold on to. It was like this or nothing, this or nothing. I was like, why can't we compromise here? Like, I'm doing everything. I'm bending over backwards, yeah. literally doing everything I can, but keep from breaking. And, like, it's just not enough. And at that point, I was like, all right, if this ain't going to be enough, then. It's w- never going to be enough. It's yeah. never, it's never. And that's the thing. Like, if I keep going on the path, do the job, do good, you know, provide for our family, we got kids, like, what else is she going to ask of me that. I may or may not want to do or feel comfortable doing. Like, you know, like, relationship, you have to sacrifice rest. I'm not saying that. But at the same point, like, there's a point of diminishing returns. Like, I was sacrificing to the point I wasn't myself any longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she You almost, like, bargained too much of yourself away at exactly. the beginning. And then you had nothing, no leverage. I had no leverage, and I knew it. And, and not that I'm trying to leverage the relationship. Like, I wanted it to work because I, you know, but I love this girl. that's the leverage you gave up is the willingness to want it to work. And with codependence, it's like you give up so much to make it work that you've stripped yourself of your core and then you resent the person for taking away what you gave them. Yeah. It's the same thing when you give someone a gift and then you're angry at them because they're like not thankful enough. Yeah, yeah. And true. you shouldn't be that way, but that's what that's how we are. Well, and that's why I told myself too, because I was like, love, you know, when you love somebody, like you love them because you love them. You don't love them necessarily to get it back. Which you want it back, right? Everybody wants to be loved back. I think that's just a natural human instinct. You want to have love in return. But, you know, I told myself that I was like, you know, I, I love this girl for who she is, like I'm gonna continue to do that. And I wanted to do that, but it just got to the point to where I couldn't do it anymore because I wasn't, I didn't even love myself. Like, I was literally, you know, looking up at the clock at work and it's like, dang, when can I get off? Like, when is my next day off? Like, yeah. I just had no escape from, from it because I couldn't go home and tell her, like, hey, I had a shitty day. Like, you know, I'm not thinking about, like, I'm thinking about doing something else. And, you know, I got these other opportunities. Like, she just wasn't excited. Did you have a, w- uh, was... a friend to talk to? Because that's so no. important. Because you can't show her your full hand because you, you, did, yeah. Cause yeah, exactly she might right. freak out over things. You know, you know, you have to have, like, like my buddy Darren, he'll call me. He's actually move, moving here from Nashville. Um, and he's a good friend from the East Coast, and oh, he's cool. he'll call me. We'll have real good heart to heart, and we'll both say shit. We'll never let our girlfriends hear ever, and it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just oh, like man. we're working just shit out. Of yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard because in a relationship, a lot of times you end up being that that person for each other. Yeah, true. But when it comes to the relationship itself, like you can't be that person for each other when it involves the other person, because even if yeah. it's not something exactly. that you're saying isn't meant to be like a hateful or like accusatory thing, doesn't mean the other person won't take it that yeah. way. Yeah, like I would love if Tasha worked her shit out with one of her girlfriends. I wouldn't like it if you worked it out with a guy friend, because then I'd be like, "That's yeah, that is kind of weird." I'm with you on that. That's dude. a weird that thing, kinda... isn't that? Where it's not like... that it's a, not a trust thing, but it's just like a vulnerability. You're talking to another guy, like. I've seen movies. Yeah. You know what happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. movies. <laughs> but that's yeah. But that's that's because it's like I want her to work things out with a neutral. I've always said this before, and I always you know we'll be arguing. It, it never comes out the same. But I'll be like, talk to your friends, see if they agree with me. <laughs> like, I'll be like, go give, go fucking send out a survey on Twitter. Let people at you know. Lay it out there. See who's right. But it, but it, it's more like l- less about who's right or wrong versus go understand what you're dealing with yeah. if it's involving me because I, I want to be there to help. But if I'm part of your issue, I want to be there for, for you when you know what the issue is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you, you move to another place. You don't have your guys with you. You don't have guys night or, or even your job to keep you busy. It's like I, ca- I can't even imagine. So you're out in L.A. That, that, I, that I am. So you're out here. You're you're completely single. Oh yeah, completely single. And honestly, I don't feel like I'm ready to start dating because like I'm still in that you know risk taking part of life. So to drag somebody through that, I don't feel like it's very fair. Yeah. Of me to do that. And it's I a kinda, good town though because you have girls doing the same thing. True. Yeah. And how exactly. long ago did this relationship end? September. Yeah, so, so it's it takes, just fairly new. You know, it takes time yeah. to like get your sea legs again. It's weird. Like you have to like really start to appreciate yourself, your single self. And yeah, and and and, and you know, yeah, it's it's just easier. Like I've always said, it, I wish I wish my career was not that there's ever a stable place, but I just wish it was at a place where like I could pull the trigger on. Like Tasha and I are forced to really grow together, which in is a challenge I appreciate. But sometimes it'd be nice, like you say, you know, you see the movies, you got the guy's already the whatever he's supposed to be. Yeah. So then the then they just jump on and go. And in here we're like really in the dogfight stage. In a good way. Yeah. We're like we're yeah, like sure. creating and we're kind of like 
on the you know you used a Titanic reference before. We're on the lower <laughs> level where the Irish people play the fiddle. Like we're just fucking the drunks dancing <laughs> on the lower level. I mean, I love and I'm okay fiddle. with that. I love the fiddle too. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But like we both have to kind of grow. Oh yeah, in the sure. same direction. And I think if I'd have you know been there, stable my career, I don't think it would have been a problem. You know, the relationship. I think it would have worked out fine. I think it would have been good. It's just. I wasn't there yet, and yeah, I don't think she was willing to wait as long as I'm willing to wait because, you know, it takes time. Was she right? close to your age? Yeah, we're the same age. Because that's, that's what the tough part is. and you know, for the Generally, women go after a guy who's several years older. That's, like, generally. But I think a lot of it is because, like, the guys, that they're, the guys take longer to develop when they're trying to do things creatively or build themselves. And, it's, and sometimes it's selfish. Like, it's just, you know, in New York City, it's just a bunch of, like, finance bros making a ton of money doing a bunch of coke, fucking around. Yeah. But in a lot of instances, it's like, well, if a woman wants a guy who's got all of his shit together, it doesn't always happen overnight. True. So you're getting your shit together right now. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, I could have moved back to Nashville. I could have moved, uh, you know, that Tampa gig was probably still available to me somewhat. So, um, but I was, you know, asked, that was the point. I was like, where do I want to be? So you wanted to be in the like podcast capital of the West Coast. That's what you wanted. Yeah, damn so, okay. So we're, we're, we're not quite, we're almost at the hour mark. So we'll, we'll start wrapping it up. But, um, what are you, what are your hopes for Los Angeles? Well, um, I just got a part-time job there in Pasadena, so I don't know if I should say who it is with or not, you know, so, but uh, anyway, so that's the plan now. I'm probably going to stay out in the, the valley, stay out there in the Burbank, Glendale nice. area out there. Hike um, some of these trails? Yeah, for sure. I think me and my brother are going to go to the Griffith Park and see the Hollywood sign. Oh, today. nice. So I haven't yeah. done that yet. We'll show you the secret there, map. There it is right there. You can there. see it out the window. Oh, you wow. can see the Hollywood sign right from the window. Just look past all the filth of the window <laughs> of the city dust. <laughs> There's so much dust in this town. It's people think of. I, I, I was I was telling someone this earlier today. I was like, only Los Angeles can make a palm tree look ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just the soul of all the people that have come and gone, just weighing on these palm trees. Yeah, today is a particularly gloomy day. Yeah, no, Even I said that. Nice this days. L. A. is so dirty. Like some <laughs> some areas are nice, but most of it is like pretty gross. So you're gonna so you going home for the holidays, or you're gonna be here? I don't know. It depends on uh, what this work schedule is gonna look like. I'll probably definitely go home for Christmas. Uh, my brother's stationed down in Camp Pendleton at the, on the Marines, so um, if he gets some time off for Thanksgiving, um, I may just stay here. That's a couple. Yeah. That's near outside San Diego. That's towards yeah. San Diego. It's, oh, cool. I drive yeah. past there all the time. Oh yeah, you I went there last time. You took the train. Oh, yeah, along the, the ocean. Oh, it was beautiful, man. I it's love nice, that. right? I love that view. Yeah. I'm so glad you took the really train because nice. I had never done it before. I was like, this looks pretty badass. And train along the ocean. Oh, it was mm-hmm. worth. It. Yeah, you're literally looking at the ocean almost 80 percent of the ride. So, all right, so we got to wrap it up, but you'll you'll come back and tell us more about. Oh life. yeah, if, if they want a round have... two, I got a whole other relationship we can dig in the nerdy the di- <laughs> the, the dirty details with. So uh, there's actually the one that I was talking about the one I referenced in my book. Uh, I got a lot of questions based on that with people that read the book because they thought it was going to be more detailed, but it was really just a dedication. It was like one paragraph. It was basically saying, hey, uh, you know, thanks for introducing me to my deepest fear. Because of that, now I don't fear anything, and now I'm All right, so next warrior. episode, we're going to go round two. I like round that. Two. I don't like to skimp on it. We did a whole hour on uh, Bill Clinton, and then the next one, Al Gore Museum. We're going to go to the... We're just, don't look at me like that. Where's the Al Gore Museum? I don't know. It's just, we're going to go there together. We're going to find out. It's built on sticks. Um, anyhow, so where can people find your stuff? Okay, yeah. So, uh, where can they stalk you? You can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at N Latouf, L A T O O F. I always got to spell it. It's not that hard to spell, but people, you know, yeah, I, 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 I stutter and mumble. I maybe imagine it as like a T O U F. A lot of people say that. E A U X P H, Latouf. T-E-A-U-X-P-H. That sounds like a French way to say yeah, it. Yeah, it would have been very French way They've to say it. They've already forgot how to say it now. Uh, N-L-A-T-O-O-F. O-O-F, yes, sir. And, and Latouf. That's, that's Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Facebook's just Nick Latouf. You can Google me on there. Can, can people find your book? You can find my book. is on Amazon. It's called The Relentless Mindset. Quotes, philosophies, and principles that'll make you unstoppable. Oh, The Relentless Mindset. I like that for a title. Maybe we'll use that one. Yeah. Maybe you it should. It was either that one or okay. Pinch in My Punch Bowl. You what, should what? because <laughs> since I, I've been using that relentless Does hashtag. Pinch? <laughs> pinch in my pinch. punch You're going to have to show me that one, Dave. I know how to piss in one, but I don't know how to pinch in one. You just get wet fingers. That's all it causes. All right. Nick Latouf. Uh, what's the name of the book again? Uh, the Relentless Mindset. Just Amazon, Google it. You can get it on my website too, but uh, my inventory is in Texas and uh, I'm in LA. So I'm working on getting the inventory here so I can ship it to you. Yeah. But just go I'd to Amazon. To, I make I'd more love money to doing read it. Way. 
Yeah, I brought you a copy. Actually, oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, I personally sign it for the Sex Actually podcast. Look at so that. No hopefully, so cool. hopefully you'll get some more viewers and listeners. Viewers now because we're you know video. Yeah, yeah we got but, the video. Uh, I don't know where this will be, so just follow us on our social media and we'll link to it all. Yeah. Sex yeah. Actually pod. We can post a little clip on the um, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I need to line. You know what I need I to do? I can put it on mine pretty quick. I have a YouTube channel too, yeah. Nick Latouf. You Perfect. YouTube, Find so. him on there. All the all the ways and um. Yeah, we. I just need to drill some video cameras into this room and just oh, turn be, that shit on. I right? know. I would yeah. love uh, for us to have preset video. Like actually, have two cameras. So next time we do this, we can have a two two shot. camera setup. Yeah, I Perfect. just didn't have another memory card empty. Today. We got those. Um, were you gonna say something? No, I was just. I was talking about doing like a multi-camera setup. How nice that would be. Yeah, I want that one. That thing that we saw on the, the app. camera that, that... Yeah, it's like a camera that does multiple shots at once. Like oh, wow. The technology is nuts. You oh, run yeah. it on like your iPad while you're... You can choose your shots. Oh, wow. Like just by tapping them yeah, while, you're, while you're live. Oh, we can promote this too. Uh, so Tasha and I build... A build. We we make awesome soaps, so you can't see, but we have about a thousand of these soaps, and we just start an Instagram account for them called Tada Soap, right? Yep, Tada Soaps. T A D A. That's for Tasha and Dave. That's a, that's what our thing is. What's this? Lavender. This no, is lemongrass. Anyway, here you want, want one of these? Yeah, take one of those. It's got Orange a coconut is my favorite, oil. So. There you go. It, the lather Perfect. on it's great. Um, anyhow. Go find that. Um, see all of our creations on there. And uh, we do sex podcasts and we make soap. So I'm, I'm in control of my life. And they, talk to, they talk to hopeless romantics that have no shot at getting a girl. So. And that's what it is. Don't pinch in your punch ball. That's the episode. We'll see everybody next time. Sex Actually Podcast. Thanks for being a part of it. Bye. Yeah.